0: Welcome, welcome to The Kitchen Table. This is Artic Eric, and you have found the podcast, Fika with Artic Eric. Yep, Fika, that freedom that you and I, as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, that freedom we have to know Him more deeply, more personally, more richly, moment by moment and day by day, experience Him in Scripture, to hear His voice, that freedom to follow Him And that freedom to share him with others. I'm really looking forward to these coming chats here at the kitchen table. It's a subject that uh, is very near and dear to my heart. And that is 50 things the Holy Spirit does. 50 things that that wonderful spirit of God, the Holy Spirit also referred to as the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, and the Spirit of grace, the one selfsame Holy Spirit, 50 things that He does. And why is that important for us in our walk with the Lord? Well, as we know what He desires to do, we can, for the first part, yield to Him, submit our will to His will, to what He is revealed in Scripture, that he desires to do, has done or will do. And on the other side, we don't find ourselves trying to do those things that the Holy Spirit has been assigned to do. It allows us to walk in a freedom from trying to, quote, make it happen when it's something that someone else is going to do and that someone else is the person of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you that moment you believed in your heart? that God raised Christ Jesus from the dead. At that moment, you became right with God. You became born again. The Spirit of God dwells in you because of that. You have become the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the first fruit of that conversion, of that experience, is that you can freely confess that Jesus Christ is your Lord. The first thing, and by the way, these 50 things aren't in any particular order. They probably could be, but they're not. So I'll just take them as I have them here listed. And it's going to be interesting to see how many chats it's going to take here at the kitchen table to be able to go through these 50 things the Holy Spirit does. Well, here we are. Oh my, part number 15 of 50 things the Holy Spirit does. And this is number 35, and it's one of those, like all of them, that in one way or another we can certainly shout about. He, the Holy Spirit, He strengthens our spirits. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16. May the Father grant you, out of the riches of His glory, to be strengthened and spiritually energized with the power through His Spirit in your inner self, indwelling the innermost being and personality. Isn't that marvelous? Yes, that He would grant you and me, moment by moment, out of the rich treasury of His glory, to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the holy spirit himself indwelling your innermost being and personality you know we are one person but we certainly have a spirit a soul and a body and it's so important that we understand that God is talking here about that deepest part of your personality, that deepest part of your being, and that is within your spirit dwells the Holy Spirit of God. That day you capitulated and said yes to Jesus, the Holy Spirit moved into your being he sure did. And you became, uh, and still are, the temple of the Holy Spirit. And he who dwells in you lives in you with power and designs to strengthen you and spiritually energize you. It's not about soulish power. And that's a whole nother teaching. We'll go into it sometime to discern between spirit and And soul. But Paul makes it clear here that the Holy Spirit is dwelling deep within you, that renewed, regenerated part of you. And he, as the teacher, of course, desires to work transformation in and through you, starting with transforming your mind, your thoughts, And then your person, your personality, and your character to be conformed to the image of God, to the way God designed you to be initially through His power, through His Word. As your thoughts are washed and cleansed and renewed and transformed to understand what is the goodwill of God? What are the purposes of God? What does God want to do in and through you, from deep within, in your innermost being, that deepest part of your personality, through the Holy Spirit who lives there. Number 36, He enables us. That's you and me and all who believe. He enables us, this is so good, to obey the truth. You know, we have a desire to obey truth if we're born again. First Peter uh, chapter 1 verse 22 but you know we need the power to do it not just our own determination although it is a part of our will we need to be willing to allow this indwelling Holy Spirit to help us of course which is why we're doing these teachings, so that we're not trying to accomplish out of our own skill set, our own talents, our own possibilities, that which God himself wants to do or wants to aid us in through the Holy Spirit. Let's read here. Since your obedience to the truth, you have purified yourselves for a sincere love of the believers. See that you love one another from the heart always unselfishly seeking the best for one another, since by your obedience to truth through the Holy Spirit you have purified your hearts and sincere love and affection for the brethren. Listen to that now. Your obedience to the truth—Jesus Christ is the truth—your obedience to the gospel truth, accepting Christ, allowing Him to rule and reign as Lord in your life through the Holy Spirit— The Holy Spirit, who is shed abroad in your heart, that very love of God, it has purified your heart so that what? So that with a pure heart, with sincere love and sincere affection for the brethren, for other believers, we are able to love one another fervently from this pure heart. A heart that has been purified by God through his dwelling in us. Marvelous. Let's see here, we've got a little bit of time. Let's look at number 37 and by the way, thank you again for being here with me for part 15 of 50 things the Holy Spirit does. He enables us to know that Jesus abides in us. First John 3:24 and 4:13. The one who habitually keeps his commands, obeying his word and following his precepts, abides and remains in him and he in him. By this we know and have the proof that he really abides in us. How? By the Spirit whom he has given us as a gift. That's right. All who keep his commands... Those who obey his orders and follow his plan live and continue to live to stay and abide in him and he in them. They let, they allow Christ to be a home to them, and they are the home of Christ. And by this we know and understand and have proof that he really lives and makes his home in us by the Holy Spirit he has given us. Chapter 4, verse 13, By this we know with confident assurance that we abide in him and he in us because he's given us the Holy Spirit. We've come to know, to perceive, to recognize and understand that we abide and live and remain in him and he in us because he has given, imparted to us of his Holy Spirit. Now, listen, those who who know that Jesus is alive in them are living a Spirit-empowered life. They are in the Word. They are following the Spirit. They are listening to the Spirit. They are following and desiring His plan and purpose for their life and not just running around as someone who once met Him, but instead they're habitually obeying his word and his precepts. So listen, if you're not sure, if you're not deeply assured that Jesus lives in you, well, when you make the conscious willful decision to keep his commands and obey his word and follow his precepts, then the Holy Spirit will help you to do that, and the Holy Spirit in you, the doer, the worker, by you allowing him to work, you will know that he, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, Jesus himself by His Spirit lives in you. Well, that's it at the kitchen table today. We've gone a minute or two over, but we'll meet again here soon. Before I go, I want to pray for you that God's good, perfect, and acceptable will be done for you, in you, and through you today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Good day.